It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. And in our constant pursuit of nice things to do, you might want to go and see the Buffalo Farm. The what, PJ? The Buffalo Farm out near McCroom, where they make buffalo milk. And buffalo cheese. Buffalo cheese? Yes, and you've probably eaten it. It's buffalo mozzarella. And if you like your pizza, and particularly like your good locally made pizza with good local products, you've probably had buffalo mozzarella cheese on top of your pizza from Cork's Buffalo Farm. It's out near McCroom. If you didn't know this, listen up. There's more to tell you. And you can get a tour of it. And there are videos, and you can sample the food, and sample the cheese, and drink the milk, and see all these things. And if you go out there, there's a woman called Dorothy, who will bring you around the farm in a group, and they organize tastings and sightseeing, and you'll meet the buffalo, and you can talk to the buffalo. And there are buffalo who have names, and they'll follow you. I, I kid you not. Uh, I'm speaking about Dor- Dorothy Otuma, and her company is called Otuma Tours. And she's the woman who you'll meet uh, and who'll show you around the buffalo farm. Um, I read a lovely profile of Dorothy, actually, in the Echoes uh, Women on Wednesday feature earlier in the week. And, and she joins me for a chat now because I, I wanted to, to find out a bit more. Dorothy, you are a hotel manager, a chef, a baker, a restaurateur, a qualified tour guide, and goodness knows... What else? How did you end up, though, showing people around a buffalo farm? Good morning. I know. Yeah, good morning, PJ. How do I get into the work I do? Gosh, it's been a long, uh, not so lonely road, but it's it's been exciting, I suppose, from one side of it. But, you know, you have to... My mother used to say nothing good was ever easy, and I think she's right. Um, and I've always tried to look at the big picture. That's another one of my pet things. Big picture, forget the small picture. So I was in the restaurant business. I had my own restaurant. I was born into the restaurant business. And my father used to say, it was really go out there and meet the people. So that was always in my own psyche. Um, my mother was a wonderful cook and chef in their hotel in Inchigila. Uh, simple ingredients. Don't do too much with it. Keep it simple and tasty. Flavor, flavor, flavor was her thing. So I kind of kept that in my soul. And my mother saw an ad in the paper for um, a hotel management course starting, certificate course starting in the Metropole Hotel. And she said, do you ever go in there and have a look at that and see what that's about? And I said, you know, I will, I'll go in. Because I wasn't sure if I was going to get enough points to go to university, but I would have rather, I would have thought at the time to go to, to do a nursing. So I went into the Metropole Hotel. I had the interview inside with Stephen O'Sullivan. I remember him well. He owned the Devonshire Arms in, in um, Yall afterwards. And I worked and I, I got an interview there for a trainee management course. And I, I couldn't believe that I got something and I was going to be paid to work in a business that I absolutely love. Yeah. Very naive. But I, I've always been, you know, not naive about money, but it's not about the money. It's a huge passion, I suppose, really. Yeah. And that's how I got into it. A family of 11 of you. 
11 of us, yeah, I'm the fourth eldest, yeah, uh, as I, I say sometimes when I'm on the cruise ship uh, uh, coach tours with people trying to give them a bit of fun about Ireland and about Irish people, you know, I've seven brothers and three sisters and uh, one of the, the driver will always say, oh, there's no, no television over there in Chigila, you know, <laughs> it's hard to crack. But um, anyway, my parents obviously were very devoted to each other and very, very happily married. And I suppose we were glad of the staff that they all produced. I think we were staff in the hotel was what they were at. But I always was out meeting people, always, even though I was always about food, I kind of had the two of them together. And as my career kind of went on about the restaurants and working for Superquin and all the different things that I kind of was able to do because of being trained so well by the Metropole Hotel and Douglas Vance, yeah. um, I got a great sense of, you know, capability, but yet not sure really what avenue I was going to go in and stay in. You, you met a lot of famous people in the Metropole and in the, in, the, in the glory day of the jazz festival. Gosh, it was just an incredible place. And of course, that time, PJ, you got accommodation with your job. Can you imagine that today? Wow. We got a gorgeous, uh, next door in Hartley Street, there was a, then right next door to the Metropole is a, is a stone build, redstone building. And that was the staff accommodation for receptionists and training managers as well. We used to be running into work. We were never late for work. We were never stuck on a bus. We were never stuck in traffic. It was unbelievable. It was really an amazing uh, place to work. I was there for three years and there was three. Jim Montjoy was the accountant, our man, managing account director, managing director actually. Mm. Yeah. And he brought, of course, was instigated um, in bringing the Jazz Festival to the hotel into Cork City that time. Now, this is way Way before your time, I'd say. More my time. Well, the, the, late, the late 70s. Jim was on the programme yes. with me only a yes. few months ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, gosh, he was such a gentleman. And uh, they started up. So Ella Fitzgerald, I mentioned. Uh, Rita Coolish was another one. Um, there was loads of people pottering in. Uh, Chris Christopherson, for God's sake. But sure, I was only 19. I didn't know who these people yeah. were, you know. Phil Linnis, I think, did you? Phil Linnett. Now, I did remember, I did know him because he came in and I remember his legs were as long. I remember thinking he'd spider legs. He had his long legs uh, and he came in very sweet and very cool. And he goes, hi, you girls. And he was so, so affable and so nice um, and just ordinary. And he was signing the form. And of course, I was like a fool. I mean, he said, you've got beautiful green eyes. And I said, oh, that was me done. I was finished then. Everybody, any, anybody who's ever met Philo, I never met him myself, God rest him, but anybody who ever met him said that he'd like the, the rock and roll star on stage and the soft, gentle guy off it, oh, the, the difference was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I remember thinking he was extremely tall and thin. I thought I never saw a thin man that tall with the long <laughs> legs. But, and of course, he just was, I mean, he had his eating out of his hand. I wasn't on my own, like there was a couple of senior receptionists there. I was only the trainee. But sure, I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I, I, you know, it's just that that time and that place and that hotel. It was just, you know, something else, really. You know, you met your husband at a Cayley. I mean, how ordinary Irish is that? I know, and I was minding the bar. It was in my own parents' place, and I was minding the bar. And it was Richie Din's uh, Cayley. There was an annual event, and all of Ballingary would be at it. And it was on in Creedence Hotel, my neighbours across the road. Mm. And I was minding the bar, and there was a few scots inside in the lounge bar. They were a bit rowdy, and I said, I was trying to get them to finish up their their drinks, but kicked the lads out of the lounge, and one of them was Padraig. And he came along over after a few, of course, he sauntered up over to me. I gave him a bit of abuse. But he was three sheets to the wind at that stage. I'd say he was 19. But <laughs> he said to 
me, I'll walk you home. And he walked, I said, you can if you want. And he walked me across the road. And to be honest, I just looked at him and thought, I'll marry him. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I just, it was just ridiculous, like, absolutely How ridiculous. many years later did you marry him? So seven years later, I married him at 22. I went off over to Douglas. I had been working in the, in the Metro One in Douglas Vance. Um, when we finished our course there, there was about four or five of us that finished together. And he said uh, he kind of was very, inst- very. Um, he always wanted to know where we went afterwards and he tried to help us get work elsewhere. Mm. And of course, myself and Jane Top and my colleague, my work friend at the time there, we're still buddies. She, the two of us said, well, we'll go to London. You know, we'll head off to London, the big girls. And Matt Douglas Vance got us, he got a, gave us contact in Lancaster Gate and he gave us a name of a hotel there. We sent off our little application to say we were trained and we would love to get involved to work there and we got work there hmm. um, and we headed over to London we were there for two years but the second year that I was there we worked in the Strand Palace Hotel which is right opposite the Savoy Hotel in London and we used to pretend that we were staying in Savoy oh, of <laughs> we used to go in we used to dress up and go in and act the fool but anyway um, I uh, Douglas I came back one Christmas the second Christmas I was there and Pardrick said will we get married and I said we will (laughs) (laughs) just like that well we'd been writing writing and writing every week there was letters going across uh, and again, there was there was accommodation provided for that job. And we were overlooking Covent Garden. And I thought, gosh, can you imagine doing that today? But uh, we didn't appreciate what we had at all at the time, of course. you know. Yeah, the, idea, the idea that you'd, you'd work in a hotel and, and you'd have accommodation provided, I don't think people would believe yeah. you now, you know. No, you know. It's a very roundabout way that you got to the tour guide thing. You went, yeah. there was a cafe, I I, there was yeah. a bakery, there was everything. yeah. There was, and I suppose that's the beauty of the hotel industry. And I'm doing that. I'm saying that to the students that because we do educational tours in the farm, which I'm extremely passionate about. You know, we work a lot with schools, and I'm getting more and more schools coming because they need to get the kids out of the classroom when they can, and and just show them. You know, like uh, I suppose to wise transition students today, but we get fifth and sixth year ex science and business and home ex students, and I'm always saying to them, you know. Uh, it's a lovely job to go into because everyone thinks, oh, it's awful and it's hard work and the hours are terrible. But it's so diverse if you want to do other things, do you know? And like I could work in a shop. I did work in a shop, you know, because I was I was able to telly the till. I was able to mind the float. I was able to do things that were things I'd learned in the hotel business. You know, I was never out of work by choice. Yeah. 
Um, I worked in Blarney as well. When I got married, um, I was working in Blarney at the time, Blarney Woolen Mills, and Christie's Hotel was the main hotel there, of course. That really um, catapulted me into the tours coming, getting ready for them, getting the excitement, getting ready, getting everything ready. They coming and they are eating and drinking and then they're heading off and the next world coming in, you know, and it was just a great learning curve, I think, um, that extraordinarily I'm back in Blarney with coach tours now and I can just smile and see and appreciate what I learned there. You know, that's always been my way, I suppose. I, I uh, My husband always says to me, you remember the slightest detail and you're always remembering things, but that's good thing to I suppose you know I want to get yeah. to the I want to get to the farm yeah I know um, the farm and, uh, sorry <laughs> no you're okay <laughs> I, we'll be that. we'll be here till Tuesday but I we'll be here <laughs> when I simply retired from the restaurant business shall we say yeah I decided my, my husband and I were sitting and he said what will you do next because he knows me well he'd say she'll, have, she'll, she'll find something else and she'll be off again and I saw an ad in the paper for tour guide uh, ETB Cork ETB were advertising for tour guide training for four months and I said cripes I'm a great one for talk as you know passionate about my place and my and food and everything I said could I do something with food tours maybe I was thinking and I said right I'll go in and I did the course it was up in Farron Ferris that was a laugh because my husband went to school there and I was up in the dormitory was where one of the dormitories was where the course was held with such a laugh over that but uh, it was meant to be I suppose so I did the course and part of that was do a project on your own place because a lot of the guides doing me trained at that time were working in Spike and things you know they were working in St. Finbar's Cathedral and planning to do booze tours and all sorts of things so here was out my little food tour going gosh I'll talk to Johnny Lynch this water buffaloes over the road for God's sake making the most gorgeous milk and cheese so I said I take a punt went in with my little brochure made up something online and I said to John I went in didn't really know him that well he'd be a little bit younger than me my brothers would have known him and uh, I said Johnny you know I'm, I'm Johnny Jimmy Johnny's daughter from Inchigila I'm a tour guide and I'm a retired chef and things and would I would you be interested in having accredited fall jar that's very important with, with farmers and people in business accredited uh, tour guide to uh, manage tours for him and I just was the right person at the right time because they'd won the gold medal for the cheese. There was a lot of people wandering around the place, going into the farm, on into the fields with the buffaloes, and he, he was terrified of his life that something would happen. So because I suppose I, ha- I had the expertise and training, I suppose, to deal with issues and risk analysis and stuff, he kind of said, right, I'm going to bring you in here. He said, we'll try it for a while, see you get on, but I want you to learn every single thing about farming water buffaloes, and I did. He brought me in, made me milk the buffaloes, he made me make the cheese, and I swear to God, it was the most exhilarating and tiring, exhausting thing I ever did. We started off in 16. We had 10 tours that summer, and everyone seemed to be happy. There were mainly farming groups from different associations, Tagusk and, and, and agricultural schools, and a few American colleges that had inquired that I said, we'll give you a go and see what you think. And it has developed to, I suppose, 2019. We had 92, 82 tours. Um, last year with 68. So we're developing it way. It's such an unusual thing, a buffalo farm in Cork, like. Yeah. And they're just, they're, I mean, the, the, the students I had from Clonakilty, I suppose there was 20 of them, 18, 19 of them are farmers' sons. And there was a daughter, a girl there as well, one girl, thank God. Um, and they just thought, what are these? Because you ha- they're completely different to cows. 
Yeah, they're very friendly. I was looking at the video on they're the website. They're friendly. Yeah, they're friendly. They're nosy. They can be stroppy. <laughs> um, they cannot give milk if they don't want to. They'll just stand in the milking parlour. Some of them will sit down in the milking parlour and go bugger <laughs> off. I'm getting no milk today. <laughs> so it's a great story, like, and a great mm. experience for people because they can see it firsthand. I can, I, can, I can see why you, you you love working with them and love telling the stories. Oh, I should just guess. Like, I mean, for, you know, working, I mean, I've worked with humans. I've worked with everything, but working with water buffaloes and humans and animals, of course, because there's farm dogs there, there's pheasants flying around the place. There's swans in and out. There's egrets over there. It's just a beautiful wetland, I suppose. And that's the key of the success there. Are you in your happy place? I am, um, I suppose, and I suppose... Uh, Sometimes my husband, Paul, would say to me, you know, are you, should you have done this long ago? And I'm going, you know, I probably wouldn't have been able to. I wouldn't have the confidence and I wouldn't have had the training yeah. I got from the ETB and from working with the ships and that little bit of confidence that you need. And if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. But yeah. it isn't the end of the world. You have a website. I have a website, Two Matures, and I know there's people coming on and they want to, they want to come and book, which is, we're not an open farm. So you can't just, you know, we're, I'm not there every day. I'm only there when there's a tour booked. Yes, I see. And we have to be very careful because it's a very busy working farm. There's a cheese production on site. So the best thing to do is to ring me or email me from the site. Yes, yeah, I see. Um, and say, look, I am a group. Now, families, we don't do families really as such. Two adults, two kids, we're not an open farm. But what I say to people is if they want to gather together, bring Nana and Grandad and bring Aunt and Uncle with them and form the group of 10 people if they want. Yeah. And you'll be able to, you know, the 160 euros isn't too bad then. It, it sounds like such a lot of fun. That's great, gas. I mean, out in the open, you never know what's going to happen. And buffaloes, for God's sake, they're just hilarious, you know. And it, lovely cheese as well, so. Dorothy, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you. <laughs> no, yeah. Listen, thank you very much. <laughs> I don't know if it made any sense. <laughs> ah, you did. Ah, you did. Have a, have a lovely weekend. <laughs> you too. <laughs> thank you very much, Peter. Cheers. Slán Tamil. Slán, 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 slán. Oh, gas woman, Dorothy Otuma of Otuma Tours, the person who will show you around the Buffalo Farm. Corks 96 FM.